wood concrete glass on a Thursday morning. We were uh, discussing some of the ins and outs of the zoning bylaw, your various zoning bylaws, yesterday. Um, <clears throat> so we sort of got to the topic of setbacks, and that that can be the its own its own topic altogether, because it's it's sort of the most uh, some of the most important in terms of design, because there's. There's a number of things at play here, and this is a little bit of code stuff that you're going to have to look into. But the zoning attempts to to create separations between houses, so you you don't want the feeling of of uh, I mean some some locations you do I guess like if you're if you're building right in a right in a downtown area you're going to have zero lot lines from side to side you might be building right up to your front property line and you know you're just filling whatever space you have available and uh and that might be the you know what you're what you're attempting to do and, and that's completely completely okay but in the standard single family dwelling um residential build you're going to be up against some setback requirements creating separations um from house to house and those are mainly there, not only to make more livable neighborhoods, um, you know, with access to the backyard down the side of your house, and, and, and that sort of feeling of your own, um, your own detached dwelling, but the fire separations are a big concern, right? As it's easier for fire to spread from house to house if the houses are closer together. So you'll have you'll have certain spatial requirements, meaning um, side walls can only be um, a certain percentage of windows, um, and that's all your local building codes that you would want to. Once you get down to it with a designer um, or architect, they'll have all this stuff at the back, at, at their disposal. But but what I'm telling you this for is so that when you're doing your your dreamlining and your <laughs> your your information gathering, you understand that you can't put a giant glass you can't put a giant plate glass window down the side elevation of your house if you're really close to the property line like just be prepared for that because some people have all these great um great ideas about how they want to put nana walls and which are which are sort of a folding accordion door size structure down the down the side of their house and it's just simply not feasible from a building code perspective so it's this is important um when you're assessing your zoning to to look into the different setback requirements and and sort of sketch that out so you're you've you've gotten to a point where you've got a rough sketch of your lot you know how big you can build because you've looked at the density of the zoning bylaw you understand what your permitted uses are so you're comfortable with you know what you're going to be able to do on this property once the renovation is complete whether that be just live in it whether that be uh, have a have an like a, a rental income all these sort of things are a small business but you've designed you've and considered um, that into the build um, so you've got that listed down the the side of your paper right that this is this renovations for this purpose based on this use and you know you've got your lot size written on there you've 
you've then done that floor space calculation that you're permitted. So it's given you your permitted maximum floor space. So you're, you're, you're well on your way to sort of getting the shape of this thing. And now your important part is laying out the, the setbacks on the property. So if you have an existing house already, it should already meet the setback requirements, but that's not necessarily true. Um, you want to look at what your current situation is. Again, you've hopefully been able to um, secure either a certificate of non-encroachment or a survey of some sort to show exactly um, how far from property lines the current structure is. Um, so again, you're probably, you've traced over that and laid this out on your piece of paper because that will show you your, your, your dimensions of your lot. It'll show you the placement of the current building. Well, now it's a good idea to, to take the, the setback numbers and actually with a scale, scale out and draw in where the rear setback is, where the front setback is, where the side setbacks are, and just draw them all the way like full, full lot line. And what those setback areas create is the basically the at-grade building envelope. So any, any work outside of that building envelope is gonna require um, either an exemption from setback, which could be located in your zoning. And again, that's something you'll wanna take a look at, um, or a variance request of some sort to, to work in an area of your lot that you're not permitted to. So this this starts to really build the picture of where you have availability to expand on a, on a renovation. Um, or if you're dealing with a bare land um, development, this will show you your sort of your uh, potential footprint of uh, the house you're building um, and, uh, and how you can now move on with creating a design that fits into that that structure. Now there could be um, other factors involved, like maybe you want to have a detached garage. It'll have, like, usually detached garages are either listed as such or they are called um, accessory buildings. Like any, any, uh, any building that's not the primary dwelling on a lot will be an accessory building. Um, and that accessory building will have its own set of side uh, setbacks. So you, you might find that the rear, um, you might have room for a detached garage at the rear and it's maybe its rear setback is only a meter um, from the side and the, and the rear or, or three feet or five feet. And you can then utilize more of your space to, to get that detached garage into the back of your lot. Now you're gonna have to leave drive um, driveway widths, right? So you might have to um, sort of offset the, the principal dwelling over in one direction on the lot so that you can actually drive a car down a driveway to get to that um, to get to that detached garage but that's where all these um, sort of factors come into play so just understand that just because you're the principal dwelling might have setbacks at a certain um, distance doesn't mean that you're completely constrained to that you may have you may have room within to um, to build a, a similar structure that that still suits your needs, but it, it allows you to utilize more of your lot. 
Now, the issue again is um, one of the other components that we did discuss earlier, which is building site coverage. So this is where the, the math sort of comes into it. So you have to understand that that accessory building or that detached garage is now calculated against your building site coverage as well as the um, as well as the principal structure. So you have to keep all that in mind. So if you only have 40% permitted coverage, well, just ensure that the footprint of both the accessory garage and the um, principal dwelling are going to be under that 40%. Otherwise, again, you're, you're, you're fighting a battle that you're just not going to win. So um, just keep that part in mind and, uh, and you can sort of work, um, work around those setbacks to, uh, to see where, where maximizations and, and uh, development can, can continue on on the lot. Um, I mentioned briefly um, exceptions. So there could be a situation where um, you're permitted to go further back um, into the, the rear setback if you make certain design elements um, achievable. So say we have a, in our zoning bylaw, you're, you're permitted to go further into your rear setback if, you, if you're only doing it with 50% of the building width. So that would be the the width of the structure itself. If you're, if you're only bringing back 50% of the building width, you can go to a greater um, or, or a less setback because setback is measured from property line to structure, right? So you've got, say you had nine, nine meters, that would reduce you down to six meters, but that area beyond nine meters would be have to be available somewhere else in the building envelope so that's a little bit of uh, a little bit of jujitsu but what what you want to keep your mind open to is that there's going to be exceptions to rules and you just have to find them or you need to go in and ask about them like say i understand that my rear setback is fill in the blank because you've done your research is there any exception to that? Like, is there any way I can go further back if I alter my design? And people at the front counter will be able to help you with that. Right, so this is how you wanna inform yourself so that you can ask the right questions at the counter. Um, if, if you're concerned with definition and, and some of the little nuances of the, of the code, really understand what you understand and start by, by sort of telling the person you're asking what you know and then ask if there's any uh, ask if there's any way around some of the uh, setbacks and that sort of thing, because there's there's usually ways to get uh, to the things that you want. You just have to know how to ask to get them, because uh, and and whenever you're dealing with somebody at the front counter or, or at any stage of the game, get their name. Just you know, ask in a nice way. Don't don't be don't be confrontational about it. Just be like, oh, who am I speaking to? Oh, that's great. So, and then review at the end of the at the end of the call or the conversation. So, so just to get my understanding around this stuff, this is this is what I want to do. This is how you've given me the interpretation of it. Okay, that's great. I'll, I'll work on my design and and go ask see if you can get some contact information um, and be able to contact somebody directly and. Uh, move on from there it's all about building the relationship with um, whoever you're dealing with 
and, and trying to understand that they just want to help you, but they can't just offer information. You have to be the one who's proactively telling them what you know and then working from there. Have a good day.